the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1280 The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRostra. President Biden raising the vaccination bar. After hitting his target of 100 million shots several weeks early, the president now hopes to double that goal. He says it's possible to reach 200 million COVID-19 doses by his 100th day in office. The U.S. is now administering about 2.5 million shots per day, and the country is on pace to have enough of the three currently authorized vaccines to cover the entire adult population by the end of May. Greg Clugston, Washington. Also at SRNNews.com, the Biden administration facing growing questions about why it wasn't more prepared for an influx of migrants at the U.S.-Mexico border. The administration is scrambling to build up capacity to care for 14,000 young illegal migrants now in federal custody and more likely on the way. The administration, though, still refusing to call the situation a crisis. This is SRN News. This is AM 1280, The Patriot, celebrating 20 years on air. Brad Carlson here. Happy 20th anniversary, AM 1280, The Patriot. Hey, it's Mitch Berg from the Northern Alliance Radio Network. I'm proud and thankful to be on the air because it's easy to feel like you're all alone as a conservative in a place like the Twin Cities. I just want you to know you're not. Catch the Northern Alliance Radio Network live every Saturday and Sunday from 1 to 3. Thank you for tuning in to Intelligent Radio, AM 1280, The Patriot. We'll be right back with the special broadcast of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, continuing until 5 p.m. today. Before we do that, let's take a look up in the sky for our weather. Right now, it's going to be a high of 58 degrees and sunny and breezy throughout the day. This special broadcast of the Super Narn is brought to you by Great Garage Door. Catch the stream in high quality at am1280thepatriot.com. Expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's AM 1280, the Patriots' 20th year on air, and we're celebrating with a class reunion. But we're not here for awkward small talk and cheap appetizers. Great Garage Door presents this special edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The best and brightest Narn alumni over the years are gathered here for intelligent talk. Now, here are your valedictorians. I'll have to thank my agent for that copy. Well, well done. <laughs> Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. A special Super Narn Special Edition. Four solid hours looking back over 17 years of the Northern Alliance and 20 years of AM 12A, The Patriot as a conservative talk station. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about the history of this frequency, uh, going back almost 100 years, actually, later on in the show here, when when we're desperate for other material here, uh, which maybe will never happen, God willing. But uh, by the way, brought to you by Great Garage Door and the Upper Midwest Law Center. I'm going to invoke two words, really one word, but two words that I think probably unite us all and perhaps, perhaps have given this broadcast and our blogs a sense of communal purpose over this last, well, really 20, almost 20 years. My blog will be 20 years old in February here. And if I'm going to come up with two words that have probably united us even before any of us met each other, I will give them to you right now. Nick Coleman. Aha. Rest his soul, <laughs> uh, who passed oh, away a few years ago. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, and beyond that, the Star Tribune. The I, mini- know, I, mean, I know stuff. I know things. I've, I've covered city council meetings. I shouldn't be making fun of the dead here, and so I won't. Uh, Statute but, of limitations. Is that, that's right. Exactly right here. And, and beyond that, I mean, Nick Coleman was just a symptom of a larger disease that I think is, it's fair to say, I think we would all agree, has only metastasized and gotten much, 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 much worse over the last 17 years, despite all of our best efforts. The Minneapolis Star Tribune remains, uh, not only remains uh, exactly what we've all referred to it all these years, basically the institutional PR firm 
of the Minnesota DFL and the Minneapolis establishment here, but it's gotten worse. Can uh, I just Scott, a comment here? Mr. Yeah, you feel know, free. Please do. Mentioning Nick Coleman reminds me of something I hadn't thought about for a long time, which is that Coleman tried to get Scott fired. Yes. That's right. Another and, of my favorite memories. Little did I realize it at the time. He was ahead of his time. That's right. He, he was, was cancel culture time. before they called I, it. I mean, nowadays that kind of thing is going on all around us. It, it really did. And, and we, we could, I don't know if you do or do not want to relate that sure, story, no. Scott Johnson. It's yeah. got a happy ending. Uh, yes, it does. <laughs> but, yes, it does. You know, uh, at the end of December 2004, Powerline was named Time Magazine's first and only blog of the year. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and the Star Tribune did a page one story on that. Uh, and... I think Nick was jealous. I, oh. I don't know. He he hated us, but but I, I think it it drove him nuts that we got positive publicity in his own newspaper, and within a month he he wrote a column that was devoted to getting me fired by referring to my day job, by saying that I was blogging on the job, and by saying I I was in the legal department at TCF uh, at the time. He said he didn't have an account at TCF, but if he did, he'd go over and close it, which was not a very subtly subtly worded hint to readers to go do that if they did have accounts at TCF. And I don't know, I think his column was published on page B1 or B2 at the time. I can't remember, but I, I remember hoping that few people would read it. But I remember people stopping by my office in the lobby at TCF in the course of the day, kind of commiserating. And I could tell they took... He, he also... Uh, all but called us bigots. He implied that we were racists. He, he, uh, he, he said that we were taking money under the table from the Claremont Institute. <laughs> <laughs> Would that it were so. Yeah. And, uh, I'd forgotten that part. Yeah. Oh, it was just really, it was such a concatenation of lies and defamation. And, and in passing, he defamed a former publisher of the Star Tribune. As to him, they ran a correction. As to me, not, not so much luck. But but the point of it really was to get me fired, and that it ran on a Thursday. I remember on Friday, I was over in the United States Attorney's office in uh, St. Paul, talking to the U.S. Attorney about uh, some legal process um, and, and some assistance in one of their cases. And I got a call from the chairman of the board and CEO of TCF, Bill Cooper, whom whom I was working for and who really is one of the most stand-up people I've ever met. I've never met anybody quite like him, you know, a former street cop who, who went to college while he was working as a cop, got an accounting degree, and worked his way up in financial institutions until he came over and saved TCF and turned it into a powerhouse. But I, So I was working for Bill in the legal department and for Greg Polis, who'd hired me. And Bill called me up, and he says, Scott, are you worried about getting fired? And in fact, that's all I was thinking about. It was like he, he'd read my mind. Uh, so I called him from St. Paul, and, uh, and he said, let me read you a letter I, I wrote. I can't even talk about it without crying. But wow. uh, he said uh, he, he, re- he had just gone to lunch with the publisher of the Star Tribune, who was courting TCF to start to, to return as an advertiser. That's right. <laughs> okay. He, he, Bill was the kind of guy who, wow. if he was mad at you, he let you know it. He wasn't going to patronize you. And he right. had cut the Star Tribune out of TCF's advertising. But he had just committed <laughs> to do 100 or 200,000, 250,000 uh, of, of, of advertisement in the Star Tribune. And he read me this letter in which he, he to, to the publisher who had just taken him to lunch, in which he canceled uh, their commitment to advertise in the Star Tribune because of their uh, hostility to the First Amendment as represented by uh, the exercise of free speech by a TCF employee that he, that he's, he, whose exercise he supported. And it really was an incredible letter. I can't, couldn't tell him how much I appreciated it. But that's that's my aspect of the Nick Nick Coleman story. I remember that because, and, and I don't know if you guys at Powerline and 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 Hot Air realize how much material us D-list people get from your cast-off stories. But that was a good week's <laughs> worth of stuff for me uh, covering the local, uh, like the city pages and the other local hangers-on coverage of that story. And of course, doing the end zone happy dance over the quarter million dollars uh, of losses it caused the Star Tribune at a time when they could very very ill afford it. Uh, 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 well, I just want to note: I remember the city pages' response to. Uh, TCF uh, canceling their advertisement in the 
Star Tribune. Wasn't there more indignance over that than, oh, I don't know, a columnist trying to suppress somebody's <laughs> implying somebody's free speech to be suppressed? It kind yeah. of tells you where the City Pages is. That, that tells you by where. The, by the way, City Pages no longer exist. Right, exactly. <laughs> Which is yeah. a nice fact. As, uh, as Springsteen said, we're still here. They're, They're all, all gone. gone. Yeah. Ed Morrissey, you had uh, a particular story you wanted to relate about the late and lamented uh, Mr. Coleman. Yeah, you, I don't know if you guys remember this. It's uh, it, it wasn't. It, it's not as good a story as Scott's, and I I remember that to this day, Scott. And I I still think that guy's a hero, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I I was doing something and uh, where I'd had my picture taken with um, uh, Tim Pawlenty, and we were we were writing something about an event that took place at the mansion, and oh. I think this is oh, prior yeah. to me being at this is prior to me being at Hot Air. This is, I'm still at Captain's Quarters. Of course, I'm doing the show, and Norm Coleman. <laughs> writes a column in the Star Tribune Nick that Nick. that that not to uh, be Nick, mistaken not, not Norm, yeah. I know I keep, I always make that mistake Nick <laughs> Coleman Norm say, Coleman by the way question. Norm Coleman's awesome by yes, the way I, yes, I, he I is. huge fan of Norm Coleman Nick Coleman writes a column that doesn't just imply but basically accuses me of having a gay crush on Tim Pawlenty <laughs> <laughs> in print <laughs> I hadn't heard this. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and people may not remember, with justifiable reason, because eight people ever listened to it. Uh, but Nick Coleman had a radio show on the local uh, liberal talk station, which still exists, believe it or not. I, I couldn't believe it either. And if, if, it were, if the tables were turned, I mean, I remember him talking about you guys, John and Scott, in the most bizarre sort of sort of homophobic terms the kind of stuff that that would get a conservative cashiered from the air and this was just the the norm for him and by the way i have to say this this is one of my favorite memories not necessarily to do with the narn but about about being in the alternative media this last two decades and that is i've always considered myself super clinical about radio because that's where i grew up in as i think if you want to hire me as a consultant to a liberal talk station i will make it the best darn liberal talk station low bar i realize uh, <laughs> and i and i wrote a blog post in which i criticized the production of norm Col- uh, nick coleman's nick coleman's radio show oh, i remember this and 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 i and i kind of riffed on the producer at the time uh, and and she said Hubby. Yeah, Cubby, yeah, and darned, and we were at Keegan's, uh, the, the late great home of the Minnesota Organization of Bloggers, and this kid comes in and sits down and says, hey, I'm Cubby, and you got me fired. <laughs> <laughs> because the boss, Janet Roberts, Janet, uh, Janet Robert, you all know Janet Robert, brought, in, uh, brought him in and, and, and read him this critique of his production style and the production of the Nick Coleman show that was straight out of Shot in the Dark, my blog. And I said, geez, I'm sorry, Beth. This is, and I bought him a beer, and we had a great time. We parted on great terms because radio is a, is a terrible, terrible industry if you work for people other than Salem. But that's just uh, not one of my favorite memories, but certainly one of my more notable ones. And yet, I think what you bring out here, your, your story, Scott, uh, and uh, your story, Ed, and some of the some of the stories I've related over my years on the blog here and on the show uh, about we were we were into cancel culture on the wrong end of it before it was cool. Mm-hmm. I remember when the Daily Kos declared war on you, John Hinderocker. Oh yeah, they organized a, a campaign of telephone harassment. I came to my office one day. My secretary had gotten there ahead of me, yep. and she was crying at her desk. And I said, well, "What's going on?" And she said, who are these crazy people and why are they swearing at me? Oh. Well, the answer is they were Democrats. They were liberals. <laughs> and and the, the people at the Daily Kos had literally organized a campaign of harassing telephone calls uh, against me at, at, at my office. And it went on for about three days. I, I, I told my secretary, just stop answering the telephone. Uh, and, but it went, on, it went on for several days. And only after the fact... Did somebody point out to me, well, you know, that's a federal crime. What you should have done, <laughs> what you should have done is call the FBI. And, <laughs> and I resolved if it ever happened again, I'd be smart enough to do that. But, but it didn't even occur to me at the time. All I had to show for myself uh, over the last 15 years, as far as that goes, is a couple of the dumbest, most lowest grade stalkers you could possibly imagine here. Uh, professor, I'm still, is, I'm sure, is probably still listening out there. No, not you, King Banya. A whole different professor. Uh, you, you, you wind up having any blowback from your years on the show? Oh, yeah, I do remember one. We may have to come back to that in a moment here, King Banya. Yeah. Because, yeah, well, I, we, should, we should talk about that. Maybe it, it might take a little bit longer, but it also relates to to uh what happened uh 
after I left uh, AM 1280 and moved over to the, to, to the businessman. Let's do that here. we got to take a break here right now anyway. It's the Super Narn Special brought to you by Great Garage Door and the Upper Midwest Law Center. John Hinderecker, Scott Johnson, uh, Brad Carlson, King Banyan, Ed Morsey, and soon to be a cast of many more on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Two breaths to get through it all. That's amazing. over zany sound effect uh we were gonna write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com but considering how easy it is to do we'll keep it simple too listen to the patriot on the free radio.com app minneapolis carjackings are up 300 percent, and shootings are up 100 percent. it's terrible yet there is hope the upper midwest law center a public interest law firm is suing the city of minneapolis on behalf of eight black and white families in north minneapolis to stop police defunding this case seeks to enforce the city charter and force the city to reverse defunding and hire more officers donations are confidential and tax exempt search upper midwest law center to learn more and to donate help is needed to stop the madness donate today At Avail Academy, we teach that God has made each of us uniquely great for His glory. God's glory shines brightest, and our deepest joy is found when we use our gifts for the cause of Christ in our homes, communities, schools, and churches. At Avail Academy, we are called to spark each student's potential and fan it fully into flame by expertly immersing academics in God's Word and way. And because living a life of purpose doesn't start after graduation— We create opportunities right now for our students to develop their talents by serving others. We partner with families to integrate faith and learning in every class, activity, and event inside and outside of the classroom. This makes Avail Academy a distinctly different educational experience, one where the aim is more than just achieving the good life, but a life of service. This is Christian education on purpose. Visit availacademy.org to learn how Avail Academy, a K-12 school, wants to partner with you. AvailAcademy.org. If Freight Garage Door installs a new garage door for you and you ever have a concern about it, they'll check it out at no charge. That's Great Garage Door Company's forever pledge to you. It doesn't matter if the door is 5 or 15 years old or even if it's beyond the manufacturer's warranty. If you bought it from Great Garage Door, they'll be there to help, period. GreatGarageDoor.com, a proud supporter of and daily listener to The Patriot. Happy 20th birthday to AM 1280 The Patriot from Great Garage Door Company. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station. And that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Wake up with the Patriots Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com by using the keyword subscribe. That's subscribe at am1280thepatriot.com. AM1280 The Patriot. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. If you have questions or comments for this, the Super Narn Special. By the way, brought to you by Great Garage Door and the Upper Midwest Law Center. John Hindrucker, Scott Johnson, Ed Morrissey, King Banyan, Brad Carlson, myself, Mitch Berg, and many more to come here, by the way. But we have been talking about the, well, first of all, the fact that we were cancel culture before it was cool and not necessarily in a good way i i'm reminded of one of my one of my many favorite episodes relating to king banyan's uh show who back during your legislative campaign in 2010 uh you ran afoul of well someone well known to most of us in the northern alliance and the mob a local uh left-wing attorney and former blogger occasionally still blogger who decided he knew FCC law better than all the rest of us and took a run at you and the station, King Banyan. Run us through that story real quick. Yeah, so so I'm, I decided uh, that to, to foolishly to run for office uh, for a House legislative suite back in 2010. 
Um, campaign finance laws at the time restrict how much money you can receive as a contribution. I managed to raise pretty close to the limit. Uh, and, and in October of that year, all of a sudden, the campaign finance board sends a letter saying there's been a complaint uh, raised by said same person uh, uh, who uh, I will. Do we do we want to uh, do we want to name we, him? Is we do okay? not. We do not want to name him. Uh, OK, then we'll leave him out. We'll leave him out of this. But anyway, the story goes that because I could talk on a radio station, uh, I yeah, that the station was providing me with with an unreported campaign contribution. Um, and therefore, um, we were in violation because it wasn't on my campaign. And King's uh, feed seems to have frozen up here again. So my but, district. Yeah, go ahead, King. And, yeah, we went down to the southeasternmost portion of my district, took the radio there, and set the set the set the tuner, and showed you can't hear the Patriot from that corner of the district. Yeah, and so, you know, we we said, hey. You can't hear it from up here. We said we don't really think it's a big deal, and the campaign finance board blew it out. But to think the power of the Patriot, you were contributing to my campaign. <laughs> and by the way, since I won by only 10 votes, you were decisive. That's exactly right. And uh, King earned the nickname of Landslide after that victory by 10 votes. <laughs> That's <so>. right. <laughs> which, which we thought was the tightest victory we'd seen until two years later when Mary Franzen held her office by one, count it, one vote. One vote. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so let's talk about, I mean, we, we have our, our jokes about some of the local, let's just say less stable people on the other side. Uh, and, and, and by the way, we're talking about in the media, not just the crazies out there, although there's plenty of both. But that that's sort of window dressing on a much more sinister story. And that is how badly our democracy is served, not just by the, the media nationwide, the New York Times, uh, the Washington Post and the likes, but the Star Tribune, which may be in its own way the worst Newspaper, I believe you said it yourself during the break here, Scott, the worst newspaper in the United States in its own way. I'd love to get you. I mean, if there's anything, be, I mean, I joked about Nick Coleman, and I don't want to beat on the dead here, but the Star Tribune just keeps on doing what it does and gets worse at it every year. Uh, and it's, it's, it's one thing that's united us for all these 17 years. It's the fact that the Star Tribune has been our bet noir the entire time. Let's start with you, Scott Johnson. Uh, media, better or worse? Any way out of this? Go with it. Well, the Star Tribune is really, uh, really a case study in, it seems to me, like a, a, a failed uh, institution. It could be an enormous force for good in the city of Minneapolis and in the Twin Cities. And on the contrary, the on the editorial side, they are spineless cowards. And on the repertorial side, there's not a huge story in their back- backyard that if it's uh, adverse to the interests of the DFL that they won't avert their eyes from. And it's really, it, when John and I started writing on Powerline in 2002, we were trying to take advantage of stories that the Star Tribune wouldn't cover or that were contrary to the stories that the Star Tribune were covering. And and, and it only got more so over the years. It's almost farcical. But in 2006, we spent a lot of time covering Keith Ellison's. He was (laughs) then running for Congress. Yep. uh, Covering his past as a hustler for the Nation of Islam, which was the very recent as, as of then. And his entire campaign was predicated on three lies that he he promulgated in a letter to the local chapter of the Jewish Community Relations Council. And I had uh, an archive of material covering Ellison that demonstrated the falsity of of his assertions and wrote about it just about every every day that summer. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I really wasn't familiar with him before he was endorsed by the 5th District DFL convention that spring. Then there was a competitive primary with some good candidates. I mean, the DFL has always had good candidates in the 5th District, but unfortunately the leftward most viable candidate has won for the past 20 years, and, and in 2006 it was Ellison. Yeah. Uh, but 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 that's another instance of the Star Tribune ill-serving their own readership by really not focusing on the the true history of this guy, letting him get away with murder. And while they were whitewashing uh, Ellison's past, uh, you remember you had Rochelle Olson on to talk about her hit piece on Alan Fine, his Republican opponent, which uh, about a domestic violence uh, issue, which he had expunged from his record, yet 
I that had, was more highly covered than the Ellison stuff. Brad Carlson, for those of you who don't know, has the most photographic memory around. I, mean, I was well, a fan first and foremost <laughs> before anything right. else, Mitch Berg. And still and am. Still I am. swear we will co- we'll come back. That's right. Uh, epic uh, hit piece on Alan Fine. Any of you guys remember the hit piece? I, Ed, you were there uh, when we got Rochelle. Uh, to my amazement, Rochelle Olson on the show. It was a good get. And actually, yeah, it was a great get. And uh, this is back when, by the way, uh, st- reporters from the Star Tribune would come on <laughs> opposing talk shows to to occasionally defend their work. Or at least we had Eric Black and and Rochelle Olson and a few of the other ones on the show. And I don't remember the hit piece on on Alan Fine, who was this uh, Republican endorsed candidate back when people still remember the names of Republican endorsed candidates in CD five. <laughs> and yeah, it was a domestic abuse uh, allegation that had been thrown out, lack of evidence, completely expunged. I believe you covered that at the time as well. Scott and I certainly got a, a, a lot of hits off of that one myself here. But it was it was just I, I mean they said uh, I think the editor's response was we didn't have room to fit all the facts in, and I went in and cut out all of the column inches that it w- that went to complete fluff on the story and fit in. Oh, by the way, the record was expunged and shortened the story by five column inches. Ed Morrissey, I mean that was that was one of your closer uh, run-ins with the Twin Cities media. Uh, what, what do you recall about that whole episode? That whole the whole poison pen that the tribute was back then. Well. I don't think it's changed much. No, and I think that they're, they're, they're covering for Elon Omar uh, even worse than they than they were for Keith Ellison back in those days. Who knew Keith Ellison? Uh, I do was recall a that though. Moderate, right? That's right. <laughs> yes, and I recall I recall that um, interview, and I recall Rochelle Olson being um, somewhat shell shocked <laughs> at the end of that. And I don't think she ever came back. And I don't think other than Lilacs, anybody from the strip ever came back onto the show after that. I think that was the last time they did. It it was. It was the last time I got. I think we may have had Eric Black on a little bit after that. That was after he got Well, Eric Black was at MinPost. He was at the MinPost. He was at MinPost by that time, yes. And that didn't last. I don't know if you've noticed. I mean, there was a time that I used to get the occasional call from reporters from Minnesota Public Like During the Tea Party, I was apparently on the Rolodex for a lot of NPR reporters when they wanted to get a conservative opinion on things. I got invited on a couple of NPR productions to talk about Republican stuff. I felt a little bit like I was talking to Jane Goodall, who was reporting on gorillas, but that's fine. Some communication, probably better than no communication. It's been my experience that all attempt to understand or relate to or recognize that there is an, a principled opposition out there has gotten shut down, or at the very least, they've lost interest in, in discussing the fact that we are an opposition and that we're not all a bunch of democracy-hating, racist, uh, homophobic bigots out there looking to burn crosses on people's lawns. Uh, have you noticed a change in your relationships, especially all of you A-listers here, uh, in, in your relationships with a media that I think at least used to to used to call for some background. Uh, oh, John, in the, in the early days, we had a lot of interactions with reporters. Remember that, Scott? Uh, reporters at places like the Washington Post and the New York Times and so forth um, uh, would engage uh, with critics. Yeah, and we had a number of relatively productive exchanges with some. And sometimes they were hostile, but sometimes they were they were relatively productive. Uh, I, I think that's all gone. Yeah. You know, I, I, you, what, what happens now is that the reporters will all, you know, put out left wing tweets. <laughs> and a lot of that will happen on, on Twitter where people there will be replies to their tweets and people will kind of do battle on, on Twitter. But as far as an actual you kind of almost almost collegial exchange that was substantive. Do you remember those days, Scott? We used to actually interact with some of those reporters. Yeah, I remember you had a, a, some level of relationship with a number of people in the Star Tribune, and, and what, what's happened well, with I, that over the last I years? I still feel that way, although I think they they uh, withhold a lot of their thoughts about me when I interact with them. Uh, you know, th- it, I'll hear stray things, but I, f- I feel collegial. I'm sitting in, you know, next to them, uh, cranking out. They're cranking out copy. I'm taking notes, trying to sleep on it and figure out what to say the next day, but... Um, you're talking about the COVID trials, Scott. Yeah, the trials. I would say the the trials I've covered where we're kind of packed into a, a small setting. But, um, Mitch, you know, I'm just thinking about the Ellison thing. I, it sounds like ancient history, but it's so current in the context of this current trial of Derek Chauvin and the whole Minneapolis scene. Ellison stepped aside from a seat, a congressional seat he could have 
held on long enough to become uh, Speaker of the House someday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that when we come back. Uh, and, and continuing some of the media talk here, but but I'd like to move to the uh, since we don't have all of you for the whole four hours here, I'd love to move to some talk about the uh, about the ongoing Chauvin trial here. Uh, so give us a call, by the way, if you want to get on the conversation six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Don't be intimidated. They only sound like they're amazingly smart. I sat in a room with these guys for years. They're just guys like the rest of us. 651-289-4488. It's the Northern Alliance Super Narn Special brought to you by Great Garage Door and the Upper Midwest Law Center. Go nowhere. Be right back. Are your friends getting new roofs? Are your neighbors getting new roofs? Or has someone told you that you might need a new roof? Hey, this is Isaiah with the Kingdom Builders, and I'm just letting you know that we'd be happy to swing by your house, take a look at your roof, and give you our no-obligation assessment of how much life you actually have left on your roof. See, here at the Kingdom Builders, we're not salesmen, just great roofers. And we're always happy to tell you that you've got four or five years left on your roof and tell you, hey, just give us a call four or five years down the road. You see, this year we have longer lead times on some products, and we want to make sure that if your roof does need replacing, we're able to get everything in a timely manner to make sure your project goes smoothly. If you'd like us to stop by for your free, no-obligation assessment of your roof, feel free to call us at 612-900-9166, 612-900-9166, or look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. This is Al Malmberg, the host of the World of Aviation. Each and every Sunday morning, here on AM 1280, The Patriot, we talk with fascinating people who, in one way or another, are involved in the aviation community. This Sunday morning, we'll visit with Brad Johnson, who has been flying for 10 years and has his instrument rating in both land and seaplanes. He's also a volunteer for the EAA Young Pilots Program and the Wings Program. Join us Sunday morning for the World of Aviation at 10.05 here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Want to dominate the stock market in 2021? Looking for higher profit potential? With the COVID vaccines, a shifting political landscape, and a new year, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text MONEY to 411411 to find out how our technology can forecast market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Text MONEY to 411411 to find explosive moves before they happen. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. Text MONEY to 411411 to find out how. Make 2021 your year. Start predicting trends 72 hours in advance and maximize your gains. Text MONEY to 411411 and experience Vantage Point for free. Protect and grow your capital now. Don't wait. Text MONEY to 411411. Respondents will receive a one-time auto-generated text message from Vantage Point. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, the Northern Alliance Super Narn Special. Scott Johnson, John Hinderocker, Mitch Berg, Brad Carlson, Ed Morrissey, King Banyan, and a cast of many, many, many more. By the way, you can join that cast if you want at six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Just want to say we don't need you to call, but we'd love it if you did anyway. Because what the heck, we wouldn't be here without. A, a bafflingly, surprisingly, and gratifyingly large audience that we've developed. I remember over all these back years. in the day, uh, Mitch. It surprised me, but we showed up in the ratings book. Our yes. Saturday show was in the ratings book. Yes, it was pretty good. Too. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and in fact, once you got past the whole Saturday morning sports talk thing, we crushed the competition. I say we got a call from that station and and invited to go uh, try out for them and. Uh, 
You see, you guys get all the fun stuff. Maybe I just <laughs> plug away here on Saturday afternoons. You know, I'd love to hear from some of our old callers. Are they still around? You know, who is the guy who said there should be fistfights on the floor of Congress? Oh, Victor. Victor. Was that Victor? Yeah, yeah I remember Victor, that yeah. As intro, you know. Well, my, well, my, fav- my favorite ever, and I'll just take a, a brief uh, appeal to privilege here. Uh, my favorite ever, I, had, I used to have James Lilacs on the show regularly. We would just freestyle for an hour, sometimes two hours, just you know, whatever came up. If Ed was out, James would come in and, and we'd just we'd go at it here. And one day we had a caller on and it, it sounded vaguely familiar to me. And, and, and James uh, uh, cuts the mics and says, it's Steve from Roseville. And nobody knows the name. It was a, a holdover from the good old days at the Evil Talk Empire, AM 1500, where James and I both got our starts in talk radio back uh, during the Reagan administration, if you will. As sure enough, it was a regular, crusty, cantankerous Ukrainian guy who used to call us at the Evil Talk Empire back during Ronald Reagan's second term. So there was a little blast from the past that, uh, yeah, you remember those things over time here. So anyway, so let's talk about uh, the, the elephant, or should we say the, the donkey, or perhaps perhaps the jackass in the room. The, the, the madness that the Star Tribune has been covering for all these years. Scott Johnson, I, I say only perhaps 10% jokingly, you're one of about four true journalists left <laughs> on the mainstream in Minnesota today because you have been covering the likes of Keith Ellison and uh, more lately Ilhan Omar in a way that our, quote, official media really just don't. And I'd love to get more of your perspective you know, on this. It's interesting, here. just... The, the huge stories in the backyard of the Star Tribune right through this, the riots last summer and what a pitiful job they've done both as a constructive force and in, and in covering it. Uh, but in August of 2016, um, a reader tipped me to some what appeared to be legitimate information suggesting that Ilhan Omar was married to two guys and that one of them was her brother. And uh, I called her... I went to her website and uh, found a, a press contact. I called her press contact. I, I t- uh, she said, write me. I sent her an email. I referred her to the information uh, that I was citing and asked her to get back to me. And she called me back and said, I'll get back to you later this afternoon. At the end of the day, about 6 o'clock, I got a message from her that did not respond <laughs> to the propositions but that said uh, – I was a racist bigot, and, uh, and 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 it was from a criminal defense attorney whom I had come across in covering the Somali terrorism trial in federal court uh, in 2016. Uh, yeah, right, the, earlier that year. Right. And, um, and who said, if you have any further questions, contact me. Like, I was supposed to be scared that this attorney was telling me, <laughs> don't contact the press person. I knew who she was. It, she wouldn't have scared me to begin with, but... Uh, uh, and I did follow up, and, and there was, of course, no response. So I, I thought it was a big deal, and I called John and asked him to take a look at this. And John made it a little harsher and a little more vituperative, <laughs> and, uh, and we posted it. Yeah. Uh, and it was kind of like the, the, the 61st Minute version on, on Ilhan Omar. But the story took off in, in August of 2016, and within t- 10 days, I think like uh, maybe the next Thursday, that was a Friday night. The next Thursday, it was a page one story on the Star Tribune written by Patrick Kulikan, you know, who called me up and says and said uh, they, de- they deny that he's her brother. What do you have to say about that? And I <laughs> asked Patrick, well, who do they say he is? And he said, they won't tell me. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I thought, well, that's interesting. And it also didn't make it into his page one story either. Uh, but, you know, the story took on a life of its own, and I, I've made several Somali friends uh, in, in pursuit of this over the years right. until the story blew up again in 2019 with a state campaign finance board of really penny-ante nonsense that right. she uh, got away with a, as a state legislator, uh, but that showed that she had filed tax returns with a guy whom she ha- was not married to while she was married to the guy who I think was her brother. Right. Uh, and I would say that my level of certainty on that point 
over the years has gone from about 80% to 90% to 100% based on my Somali friend sources. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't have any doubt that that's true. But it's a huge story. There's nothing like it. And here it is in the backyard of the Star Tribune, and they've, they've turned their eyes. And you know what? They know it's true, and that's why they're at it. That's why they won't cover it, because they know it's true. <laughs> and right. really— uh, and, and then, you know, leading to all, all – Minneapolis was the center of the universe last year, and how pitiful – did they win a Pulitzer Prize for their coverage? Probably. But it's been so pitiful, and they're, they are spineless cowards in calling out the perpetrators of it and the lack of performance. But to your point, Scott, right now we're in the middle of this, this epical trial in which it's obvious that Derek Chauvin – I think it's obvious can't, – can't possibly get a fair trial. Why is that? Why is that? I think it's in large part because of the horrible coverage – of the George Floyd situation, the riots and everything else by the Star Tribune. Derek Chauvin has a defense. Yeah. But, but, but who knows it? You know, when, when, when these jurors, you've watched it all, Scott. I've watched just a small number of them, but they bring them in, and there's certain things they all think they know. And, and what they think they know is that Derek Chauvin is guilty, and there's no doubt about the fact that he asphyxiated George Floyd by kneeling on his neck. And, and the fact is, I don't think that's true. But if, if your only source of information was the Minneapolis Star Tribune, you would not realize that Derek Chauvin actually has a defense. You, you wouldn't. And, and by the way, this is one of the, my last great, most recent attempts to actually report the news. It's shot in the dark. I got a call from a source. I, I talked about this on the show probably close to a, uh, right around the time of the riots. Uh, a source of mine who is in Hennepin County Emergency Medical Service who said, the big villain perhaps, uh, arguably, in the whole situation. The same source who, by the way, uh, led me to, I believe, to the best of my knowledge, become the first person to to release the news that the Minneapolis police had evacuated the third precinct. So I'll just uh, wave my feather in my cap right there for a moment here. But uh, a, a different report in the Star Tribune by one of their reporters, uh, name eludes me right now, but about a year ago, two years, two years ago, they did a report on how ketamine, which is known as a date rape drug, was being used by Hennepin County EMS to uh, calm people down when they were in the middle of an excited delirium, which is the condition that George Floyd was alleged to be suffering from uh, when, he, when he expired. In fact, it, it's, at least one autopsy report says that it was the excited delirium that led to his uh, expiration for cardiac arrest. And that without the ketamine in their toolkits, Hennepin County EMS has considerably less ability to treat people who are suffering from this sort of excited delirium, uh, as George Floyd allegedly was here. And so the Star Tribune has blood on its hands in more ways than the, in more than one way, if you, if you want to look at it that way. So um, I'll just throw that out here. But um, yeah, the, 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 so anyway, let's talk a little bit about the Star Tribune. And that is, as we were observing 15, 16, 17 years ago, the Star Tribune and the Pioneer Press, if anybody remembers the Pioneer Press out there, by the way, uh, have clung to the left and, and gotten worse over the years. And in fact, as the Pioneer Press's fortunes have continued to spiral downward, uh, they've uh, w- there, there's been the theories, hey, maybe you could go a little bit conservative, maybe show the other side of the news just a little bit and maybe save your fortunes. But no, they doubled, and they tripled down and, and, and they're practically an ex-newspaper at this point. You know, my, my only point was that these are huge yes. sto- huge national yes. stories yes. In, in the backyard of the Star Tribune, and yes. they've just closed their eyes. And they've, I'd say they've, they've left it to people like us. Uh, yes. And, you know, it has... It, it's disheartening how little impact this... I feel like I've been beating my head against the wall for 15 years to no effect. But, uh, uh, you know, the truth is out there for anybody who wants to look. But it's come full circle with Ellison now who moved on, who vacated his seat, who made room for Ilhan Omar in the 5th District of Minneapolis, and uh, uh, and is now Attorney General of the state, leading the prosecution of Derek Chauvin. Ellison is a guy who made his name in, in 1992 and 1993, uh, running around town, leading crowds in support of the murderers of Officer Jerry Hoff. That's right. Until oh. last year, I would have said that was... The murder of Officer Hop represented the lowest day in the history of the city of Minneapolis. Well, we've beaten that many times over. Uh, but Ellison is the guy, and, and here he is again. And his true story I don't think has ever been told in the Star Tribune, and it really is uh, perverse. And the same, <laughs> the same applies uh, to Ilhan Omar. 
Yeah, and the the reticence of the Twin Cities media. Ed Morrissey, I know you were around in 2006 when uh, we were covering uh, covering the whole story, and some of the, the the stuff that was being reported about Keith Ellison, and which the Alan Fine story deflected from fairly handily. I mean, just yep. the, the 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 need for a big enough circus tent to hide all of Keith Ellison's baggage was more than amply answered by the Star Tribune, Ed Morrissey. You were there. You you wrote about this at the time. Yep, I did. I wrote about it at Captain's Quarters. And I'll tell you, that I mean, just to piggyback off of what Scott and John are saying, you can see how the Star Tribune could actually impact things this week. They've had the George Floyd Autonomous Zone uh, going on for months and the people who are living in it are are experiencing huge waves of violence. People are shooting up the, the neighborhood on a nightly basis. Uh, the police won't go in there. They blocked off the uh, intersection. This has been going on for months. And finally, the Star Tribune covered it this week. And what happened, the The police department, and the city council said, OK, we're, we're going to we're going to try to take this down now because now it's embarrassing us. Had the Star Tribune actually reported on this. Starting in June or July, when this thing went up, th- those people would not have been living in a in a uh, firing range for the last six for eight or nine months. Who is this paper serving? Because it's certainly not serving the residents of Minneapolis and St. Paul. And by the way, if there is a newspaper in the state that's just as dumb and blinkered and biased as the Star Tribune, it has to be St. Cloud's paper, uh, King Banyan. And to my amazement, the violence of this past uh, spring came up to St. Cloud and visited you as well. Uh, any, any angle on that up there, King Banyan? Oh, we had very little. We had a protest that, that walked through downtown. It just so happens the city paper moved back into downtown, so they walked right by the newspaper. Bad news, because of COVID, nobody was there. <laughs> so. Fair enough. Uh, one, more, <laughs> one more segment here. Let's uh, take a quick break right now and, uh, and, and get past the first half of, of the show here. Uh, we'll, we'll t- we, uh, by the way, 651-289-4488, the number to call if you want to join us here. After the top of the hour, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about some of the more recent stuff in the history of this broadcast uh, and much, much more. And we turn Northern Alliance AM12A, The Patriot, the Super Narn Special, brought to you by Great Garage Door and the Upper Midwest Law Center. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Need cash fast? Figure can help. A figure personal loan is a smart, fast way to get up to $50,000 from the comfort of home. Just go to figure.com and apply online in minutes. You can check your rate without affecting your credit. Whether you need cash for past, present, or future, Figure can have you funded in as few as two business days. Stop paying those sky-high interest rates and consolidate debt at a lower interest rate. Just go to figure.com. That's figure.com. Figure Lending LLC. Equal Opportunity Lender. NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Figure.com. Need life insurance but have diabetes, high blood pressure, or on anxiety meds? If you're a 50-year-old male, even porky, or with type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of life insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. For affordable term life insurance, call Term Provider and speak with Big Lou at 800-555-1509. 800-555-1509 or visit BigLou.com. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. 800-555-1509. How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. All you need is a mini satellite installed and you can have unlimited internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is satellite internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 800-430-8761. 800-430-8761. 800-430-8761. That's 800-430-8761. 
Pick it up or take it out, rackshacktogo.com or rackshackdelivery.com. It's so easy. Hey, you've been working hard. Half the staff is gone and your crew needs a lift. Go to rackshacktogo.com for pickup or rackshackdelivery.com and we'll bring it out to you. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. Ooh, 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 yeah. The right to the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, the Northern Alliance Super Narn Special. Last segment, hour two, almost halfway there, and yet we've only scratched the surface. Uh, brought to you by Great Garage Door and the Upper Midwest Law Center. Uh, let's do this uh, question real quick here. We've been talking about our, our endless nemesis, the Star Tribune. And uh, and the disservice they do to democracy, along with so much of our elite media. Uh, You know, we thought it was bad when we first started doing this 17 years ago. It got worse. And the longer we kept at it, the worse that they got. Do you think there is any bottom to this spiral? Scott Johnson, I'll start with you. Well, you would think so. You know, it's funny you mentioned the Pioneer Press. You'd keep thinking that maybe they would find a niche. Uh but they're happy just to, you know, be uh, an increasingly inferior version of the the paper across the river. And the Star Tribune, you know, I, my frustration is really they, they could be a tremendously constructive force. They now have the resources. They're owned by Glenn Taylor, same guy who owns the Timberwolves. And I always say he must have a tremendous tolerance for mediocrity. <laughs> but, uh, King of failure. But uh, uh, they've got... You know, no shortage of reporters. They got plenty of reporters and, and, and very talented at, uh, at doing what they do. Mm-hmm. And an editorial board that is just so pathetic. But uh, uh, And the reporters who turn their eyes from huge stories in their backyards, like the George Floyd Square or whatever, the oh, yeah. the abdication of uh, uh, law enforcement over there and, and the responsibility of the mayor and, and uh, the authorities. Uh, yeah. and, and the suffering of the people inside it, and all of that stuff. Those are huge national stories, and they they don't bother. And I, I what is the bottom? It, they they keep hitting going lower. Here, Minneapolis was the center of the universe last year, with the riots and the incredibly negative impact of uh, the death of George Floyd on the rest of the country and the Star Tribune. I think uh, I, the destruction all across the Twin Cities from, to the suburbs and all around town to St. Paul, up and down University Avenue. Yeah, King Banyan, you want to uh, comment on this? Uh... Yeah, I wanted to give you a sort of a, a, the view from up here because we're beginning to see the Star Tribune try to reach out into greater Minnesota and, act- and begin to create local offices around, around the state. And, I mean, I'm very nervous about this. I, say what you will about... Uh, about my local paper, the St. Cloud Times, that they do have local people. They're young. They're typically trying to find their way. Uh, we've had a couple long-time, long-time writers and editorial staff retire. Um, I'm scared to death that the, that the Star Tribune uh, will end up uh, trying to save itself by devouring all the small newspapers in greater Minnesota. And I can tell you, I really don't want that kind of mediocrity reaching our show, it- our it could stay down in your part of the state. Stay out of ours. It was a model that worked wonderfully for Minnesota Public Radio. Uh, Absolutely. With, with a better product uh, marginally, at least. Ed Morrissey, do you see a bottom to this spiral? No, I really don't. I, I, mean, I thought that the ownership change might give them a, a fresh start and that they might clear out some of the uh, editorial uh, voices start and replace them with people who were a little bit more... <laughs> Place them with a little bit more balanced uh, editorially speaking. Uh, unfortunately, that promise has long since expired. They're just the same paper, only doing more of it. And uh, and while there are certainly some reporters in there who are doing good work, yeah. the the editorial direction of this newspaper is uh, like one of those posters where you know 
see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil uh, when it comes to stuff on the left. It's terrible. It's terrible. Uh, John Hinderocker, I, every time I think of the Pioneer Press. You need uh, some water for that. I, I do. I don't know what happened. I just It's, it's not COVID, I swear. Uh, John Hinderocker, every time I think of the Pioneer Press before it and now the Star Tribune, I have this vision of Slim Pickens riding the bomb out of the Bombay down uh, on the final scene of... Uh, Oh, what under catch twenty? No, not catch twenty-two. Doctor Strange Love. Doctor Strange Love. Yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna ride the bomb all the way down with big left, uh, whatever it takes. Well, I think that's right. I think they are ideologically uh, committed. I think it was Iowa Hawk who <laughs> tweeted: "The job of a journalist is to cover important stories." With a pillow until they <laughs> until they stop moving. That's right. And it's not accidental, you know. They're doing it on purpose. That's right. Uh, Brad Carlson, your your observations on, uh, on on local media. Well, I actually, you know, I, I grew up in St. Paul and grew up with the St. Paul Pioneer Press back when they had two papers, Pioneer Press and Dispatch, and right. so I still have a little loyalty. I still follow them, you know, just to just to consume news, just to get their perspective and. I actually uh, have been impressed that some of the st- reporters, particularly Ryan Faircloth and Dave Oreck at the uh, Pioneer Press, have done, it's a low bar, but an yeah. adi- re- relatively adequate job in coming, covering some of the bigger uh, political stories, the social stories, in particular how your city was impacted by the, by the riots as well, Mitchburg, and, that, and everything that was going on there. And I, and, I, and I couldn't help but think if the Star Tribune even did something in that vein, it's, I don't think it would still be good enough or thorough enough but at least it would be a start. I, you know, I've noticed, I, I've found over the years, a few reporters, uh, beat reporters, street reporters at both papers and at Minnesota Public Radio who I think do a decent, conscientious job. And given the editorial backdrop against which they work, I think it's complimenting them is about like complimenting the table treatments and window frames on the Titanic. Uh, it's a small compliment within a much larger disaster. That's right. my two cents worth. Gentlemen, we are up against the break here right now. I know, John, you've got to be heading out here pretty soon. Scott, you want to hang around or not? Uh, one way or the other, but we got a whole bunch of people to talk to. We are halfway done and roughly about 8% through the history of the Northern Alliance Radio. But John, Scott, a pleasure talking Thank to you. you if, if you don't hang out, uh, either way, great speaking to you both Thank again. You. Let's do this again in another 17 years Pleasure. or so. <laughs> Thanks, man. Ed, Ed and King, don't go anywhere. We'll be back. we got a lot more to talk about here. Uh, when we come back, yeah, two more hours of the Super Narn special with all the coolest kids in Twin Cities Media, the Northern Alliance Radio Network and the uh, headliner edition. Uh, first uh, first uh, two of six hours of radio for me this weekend. I'm feeling almost like a midday guy right now here. Uh, Ed's on, uh, excuse me, Brad, uh, Brad's on assignment tomorrow, so it's going to be an all-radio weekend for me. Go nowhere. The fun is literally only half on done, which means it's barely begun. You'll get to meet some people from behind the glass coming up here as well. On the Northern Alliance Super Narn Special brought to you by Great Garage Door and the Upper Midwest Law Center. Don't go anywhere. Said it's something about growing up, it's something about dreams. It's one train pulls in, another one pulls out. If Great Garage Door installs a new garage door for you and you ever have a concern about it, they'll check it out at no charge. That's Great Garage Door Company's forever pledge to you. It doesn't matter if the door is 5 or 15 years old or even if it's beyond the manufacturer's warranty. If you bought it from Great Garage Door, they'll be there to help, period. GreatGarageDoor.com, a proud supporter of and daily listener to The Patriot. Happy 20th birthday to AM 1280 The Patriot from Great Garage Door Company. Are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond, again at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Minneapolis carjackings are up 300% and shootings are up 100%. It's terrible. Yet, there is hope. The Upper Midwest Law Center, a public interest law firm, is suing the city of Minneapolis on behalf of eight black and white families in North Minneapolis to stop police defunding. This case seeks to enforce the city charter and force the city to reverse defunding and hire more officers. Donations are confidential and tax-exempt. Search Upper Midwest Law Center to learn more and to donate. Help is needed to stop the madness. Donate today. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? 
Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Has your water heater decided to create one of Minnesota's 10,000 lakes in your basement? Have a burst pipe? Dripping faucet? Is your water not soft anymore? Champion Plumbing is a call away. Champion will be there fast in your time of need. They service the entire metro area, and they're taking all the necessary precautions to keep you and your household safe. A champion is someone who goes the extra mile to get the job done, and that's Champion Plumbing. Online at championplumbing.net. When you call, make sure you tell them the Patriots sent you. Happy, 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 happy 20th birthday. AM 